Hi and welcome, welcome to my podcast. My name is Lana Lynn Marino and I'm here with another episode to give support in challenging times. Now as an intuitive therapist and energy healer with a passion to help people find their purpose on the journey that we know as life. We are spiritual beings living the human experience which we know so it makes sense right that our journey through life is one of many which has to be towards wellness in mind, body and our spirit. All experiences, good and not so good, eventually lead us to arrive at our authentic self by way of the paths that we choose to take. Healing begins when we choose to bravely step onto a new path and we are ready to take that next leap of faith to heal in our paths. This is the journey to wellness. Today's episode, I'd like to speak on speaking our truth at the cost of not compromising our healing journey. And it's been quite an interesting few months with the um, publication of Prince Harry's book, Spare. And I've bought it, but I haven't actually started to read it yet because it's been in the public media for so long. It's just been going on. But one thing that I've been learning is that this young man, and obviously, you know, coming from England, I'm not so much, uh, I don't follow um, the monarchy. I'm not so much a royalist, but I'm English. So I've got an interest in, you know, my history and um, to watch how the British monarchy has changed over the last few years. It's quite remarkable in terms of all the divorces, um, the changes in the constitution. Um, So it's interesting that we're having more and more people on the planet just coming out and speaking their truth. But someone like Prince Harry, who has really came out and spoke about everything, his truth. And one thing that runs through, which is the common goal here is to reach people to let people know that we are all human having that we we are all spiritual beings having that human experience and I think you know when people talk about him being his mother's child I think this is very true because Diana was on that path of deep self-healing lover like her different people have different opinions of her but one thing that we know is that she was selfless in giving of herself and some of the things that she went through remarkably um, it shaped who she became very confident very loving very compassionate full of empathy and this is what came out you know on on her demise when she died it came out and people all over the world you know wept and grieved for this this woman but her son has really opened the lid taken the lid off of his life and I personally don't think that it was aimed at uh, with grievances so much more about learning and it may be from his his wife Megan but it may be that he's learned how compassion empathy and the journey of the human spirit how it can be healed if you're open to past lives um, how in this lifetime he is breaking a cycle he's breaking something and he's speaking his truth and he's learning along the way about humanity and that's not such a bad thing is it um i'd like to talk a little bit about my childhood in this episode simply because it has to tie into speaking our truth. Um, one of the things that um, 
as a, a therapist, as an intuitive therapist, what I see with a lot of my clients that are coming with childhood issues is that there's the deep neglect of the child where sometimes we can kind of neglect our own inner child simply because we believe that our child has been neglected. And in some cases, that's that's true. So my experience when I was a child, coming from a mother with a single mother with two children, uh, myself and one of my sisters, biracial, um, was my mum not speaking her truth. And I discovered this when family that she had been disconnected from for many years, um, she got back in touch with them. And I remember I must have been about 10 or 11 and she was carrying so much shame that she'd left where she grew up and she'd moved on with her life. But she'd had children that going back home, she faced the possibility of um, back in the 60s, you know, racist, um, racist stuff, racist issues that were predominantly in her family. So I remember that she carried so much shame, and I didn't understand this until later on in life, how much shame my mother carried and how much pain she carried. But more than anything, she was so much of a warrior and she protected us so much. But speaking her truth for her was a very hard thing to do. I remember her telling my uncle that she'd adopted us. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, what does that mean? Because I didn't know what adoption, being adopted meant. But um, it stuck with me. And later on, as I've mentioned in other podcasts, um, I went to find out, probably a few years ago, I found out that my mother had had six children before she had me. So her life had been one of shame, of living a life of not being in her truth living a life of fear, fear of being found out. And um, it kind of set me on the path later on in life to understand that why I had neglected my own inner child was because I believed that my mother had rejected me. I found out that she'd been through so many things in her life and she was a victim of the politics of the day and uh, she suffered and she had depression. She went into mental institutions. Um, myself and my sisters went into care a couple of times. So it was, it was tough on her looking back now. It must have been so tough on her. But not being able to speak her truth and being in her, in her truth has enabled me to really talk up and speak out about the importance of being in our truth. So what does it mean to be in our truth? Well, if we go back to the story of Prince Harry and what he's decided to do is to talk about the things that he felt at the time he couldn't talk about it. As children, we can't analyse what's going on in our life. We don't understand. You know, our whole survival mechanism is to just that, is to survive. So we'll do whatever we've got to do. We'll become people pleasers. We'll convert to our tribe. You know, it could be kids that you know have the same sort of issues that you had and we we find a place that really we believe makes us safe so you know that that primal instinct of survival is very strong in the child in all of us 
and then when we get older we can reflect on this and sometimes we can deflect it onto other people or relationships we can um, become a victim we can use the blame you know uh, we can say you know well I had an awful childhood and my mother neglected me or I was abused and it comes out to speaking about our truth and what I'm doing today is speaking about you know the truth of my life and not saying that it was bad or not saying that it was good and I think that's something that many people don't know how to come to terms with to speak their truth to say actually I loved my mother I loved my father but this happened that happened and before we can forgive them we have to obviously forgive ourselves so the forgiveness within the child's mind it doesn't happen at that level that early stage of development speaking our truth at the cost of not compromising our healing journey so every stage of my life I've stopped and I've gone into wow what what happened over there what was that about and then I've examined the emotions around that how do I feel how do I feel now as an adult when I think about my mother denying me a bit like how um, Jesus was denied by many people people that were his followers followers you know the Judas in the story of Christ and how he was betrayed but ultimately forgiveness forgiving ourselves for believing that we're not lovable that we're not acceptable is the key ingredient and I think that is where we have to work from at forgiving ourselves if we look at the truth of the child and the child speaking its truth as I've said before a child can go through a range of emotions within five minutes and as long as mum or dad or both parents are there actually justifying that it's okay it's okay to have a tantrum it's okay to be angry if Peter didn't share his sweets with you it's okay because that's the start of teaching a child or a child learning that it's okay to be in the world and to say I hate him I hate her you know it's it's learning to express its emotions and it's learning what emotions are I kept very quiet as a child. I kept quiet when things happened to me, um, lots of abuse, lots of things that I couldn't go to my mother to because I felt that emotionally, as the child, at the child state, I was protecting my mother. I can see that now. And she had so much going on and I think I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to add more. And this is the thing, we, the loyalty to our parents is so huge no matter what they do to us, because that's the, the Christ love, the love that comes from our heart for our parents, that love that is so pure, that love that is is there. But sometimes, you know, it's we protect our hearts, we get older, and the defenses that start to form, you know, and the, the psychological damage that we can choose to work through, um, or we can choose to take that as part of our journey and go deeper into our own personal trauma and crisis and this is where personality traits start to develop where we start to take on anything that will take us away from our pain I had an experience recently and um, I was quite upset with myself because I'd let someone down and I felt that uh, 
you know, I just felt like this failure and I processed it over a couple of days and thought, where did that come from? Well, eventually, you know, through that feeling, which went on to another feeling, which went deeper into a feeling that was coming way, way back in my past, where I felt I wasn't adequate. I felt I wasn't nurtured, I felt I wasn't seen, I wasn't heard. And it all lined up with me believing, here we go, I'm a failure, I'm not good enough. That should have been done properly, you know, but I couldn't say to myself at the time, I'm not perfect. I am not perfect. And speaking my truth is to say, I am not perfect. None of us are perfect. And I was eventually, you know, I went through the process of a little bit self-indulgent, pity. And uh, eventually, you know, I woke up and I said, wait a minute, you know, the age where I am now, my child is still being affected by the past. And I think this is true to all of us, you know, as long as we're on that journey of self-healing and at the cost of not compromising our healing journey for others, then we have to maintain, we have to maintain and value our truth. It the the cost sometimes of losing people, of losing faith, of people not reaching people's expectations. And this is the other thing, when we're not meeting someone's expectations, again, it falls back into the childlike mind where I have to meet the expectations of my father, I have to meet the expectations of my teacher, of society, of my tribe that I'm moving when I leave home in the morning and go to school. And from the minute I step over that doorstep and I'm with my friends, I'm learning or I'm I'm just going back in time. I was learning about how to be in the world, what was right, what was wrong. And I think burying my truth, um, my throat chakra wasn't fully developed in a way that we can't speak our, our truth if we're busy, caught up, just trying to survive and trying to get accepted in the world. I think that um, going back to my mum, I think I found great love and deeper, deeper empathy and compassion for her after I'd gone through the emotions of really being angry at her when I found out that my childhood and my two sisters' childhood had been so disruptive and so traumatized simply because of the baggage that my mum was carrying. And we never knew, my mother's been gone 27 years now, but we never knew until four years ago that she'd had this past that none of us knew about. She'd left one part of the country, moved to another part, had me very quickly on arrival, and subsequently my two sisters, the three years between us. And life got difficult for her. And um, when I look back, The anger that I felt when I found out her story and I found out her past because my my one of my living siblings um, found me through through um, social media. I look back and I can see now that her mental state from when she had her first child that died back then in the fifties, um, it was impossible to get counseling or to understand what um, postnatal depression was all about 
she lost her little boy very young and it was almost like she left behind that child and went on this is my theory went on just having children but when it got too difficult leaving them and their partners their 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 fathers behind so she was running away she was running away and she wasn't in her truth she wasn't speaking her truth so there was a snowball that was building in her life and one of the things that i've learned from this is that we have to be impeccable with our truth and that actually comes from the four agreements and the four agreements it's um based on Don Miguel who has his New York Times best-selling book before agreements and it talks about um, the powerful code of conduct for attaining personal freedom and true happiness being impeccable with your word is one of those agreements and to be impeccable with our word means that it whatever cost our integrity depends on us being truthful don't take anything personally the second one not taking things personally and i think that's one of the biggest things to be true to ourselves and to speak our truth is not to take things personally if someone's acting towards you in a way that is reflective of something in your past then it's for us to choose at this time in our life especially as adults that we we can't take it personally it's not our stuff don't make assumptions by making assumptions we're assuming that people don't love us they don't like us they for whatever reason all the negative connotations of um not really being in, in our intuitive state our self belief our self love our self acceptance which comes at a cost of having to work every day being diligent with your word and following a routine and a practice and always always do your best and one of the things that i love about the four agreements is when you follow those those four agreements just very very simple agreements you start to understand that really there's not a lot in this world that we have to try to be you know it's just four simple steps to learn in how to be with you and the first one i think which i would call the fifth one is speaking our truth at the cost of not compromising our healing journey I heard a song on the radio um my Sherry Moore and it reminded me at the time that I would go down to my family down in Plymouth down in Devon here in the UK and um with my mother and I suffered racism you know from children that were very naive and ignorant about seeing people of color in that part of the world they didn't see they didn't understand and um you know kids can be quite quite painful but you know children learn from adults we know that and i look back on that now and i'm so in love i'm so oh my gosh his name was Barry and i must have been about 11 and he had this these amazing blue eyes and blonde hair and you know we really kind of formed this bond and now when i look back and i see children and i see so much separation you know with people and how people detract from um harmony and us all being connected as a human race and as children we don't we don't really know how to hate we don't know how to 
how to be cruel or nasty. And I look back at that time and I hear this song by Sherry Amore and we used to sing it to each other and you know it, it, it opens my heart and I can feel my heart opening and it brings me a, a really beautiful kind of feeling of how innocence in the child you know it's our imagination is so so big we can dream and we can be the princess or the prince and we can imagine ourselves on that horse and being held and being admired and being loved and being kind of driving off or trotting off into the sunset it's not a bad thing to have fantasies as we get older it's not a bad thing to imagine it's not a bad thing to take yourself away take yourself away and come back to who you really are and I think just to end this today um, to say that Prince Harry I think he's very he's inspired a lot of people in a new age of learning how to speak your truth at the consequences of what you might lose because what you lose is not meant to be there any longer. It's sacred contract, as Caroline Mice talks about. You know, a contract ends and we, we go on to a new part of our journey. And here we go, we start again. And that's what he's done and that's what many of us have done. And sometimes it's painful because we have to go through the challenging bits. We have to, to be able to keep coming back home. And that's what I want to end on today keep coming back home, speaking your truth at the cost of not compromising your healing journey. Thank you for joining me today. For more information on my work as an energy healer, counsellor, holistic life coach, personal development and integral core therapist, you can visit my website or the w's wellnessjourneys.co.uk or my Instagram journeys numeral two journeys to wellness, Twitter wellness journeys, and Facebook Wellness Journeys. You can also email me, lana at wellnessjourneys.co.uk. Remember, life does not have to be perfect to be beautiful. Have a great day.